Yo, 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 what is good, beautiful people? Here we are again with another episode of Self Speaks. If you've been rocking with me for this long, I just want to take this moment to say that I appreciate you. I love you guys, and I, I love the support. It means the absolute world to me. And, um, you know, for those of you guys who have been kind of keeping up with my life as of late, I have been really going through some interesting times in my life. Um, about a month and some change ago, my uncle got kidnapped. And then a couple weeks after that, my grandfather passed away. And then a couple weeks after that, like two, really, um, my other uncle, who, um, who was basically like a second father to me, passed away. And it has been a lot it has really been a lot. And even the other day, like, um, I was taking my son to a doctor's appointment and um, I got rear-ended. You know, I thank God everybody's been so safe and he's good. Had him checked out. He's straight. And I'll, you know, get myself checked out. But thank God I haven't had any pain or anything like that. But all of this going on really... Uh, inspired what I wanted this episode to be about, and that is burnout. And there are many different forms of burnout. There are many different ways to approach burnout. But for the most part, it's kind of like, you know, similar across the board. And um, it's basically this concept that, you know, it's running yourself down till you have no more left and you're still going it's not taking the adequate time to restore, rejuvenate, realign. It is ignoring the signs that your body is giving you. It is ignoring the signs that your mind is giving you that you need to take a break because you are burnt out. <clears throat> and um, especially when we live in grind culture, which basically just promotes like going as hard as you can, as long as you can, as much as you can. You know what I mean? To the point where, you know, you have that other movement. Team no sleep. Oh, we're not sleeping. We're going to, you know what I mean? Really go into it and, and do all this. And, you know what I mean? Stay up all night. Sleep for a few hours. And then be up all day and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, it's just not... It's not realistic. You know, even when you hear people tell you, oh, I wake up at five in the morning. I wake up at four in the morning every day. I wake up at three in the morning every day. What they don't tell you, and I guess this is what takes away from the legend and the illusion, is that for the people who are waking up at four, they're going to sleep at eight or nine. So it's not so much this Herculean effort of unlimited energy. It is just... Shifting your schedule. So you wake up at 8. 8 to 12 gives you about 4 hours. And then 12 to 4 gives you about another 4 hours. 7, depending on which number you're starting from. But 7 to 8 hours of sleep is, is just recommended by a doctor that's actually healthy. Now the advantages are, usually after 8 is when, you know I mean, you're kind of just chilling, watching movies, just wasting time, kind of just relaxing. 
And usually at four, there's no distractions because nobody's awake, nobody's blowing up your phone, nobody's hitting you up. So it's a very, very different dynamic. You know what I mean? But um, what people don't get is that the majority of the people who are saying these things are not sitting there killing them, depriving themselves of sleep, depriving themselves of what is much needed rest. And that is so important. Rest is important. Because what here's what also tends to happen, right? And that's why I said burnout can happen in so many different ways. Let's say you continue to go from traumatic event to traumatic event, and you never take the time to deal with it. You never take the time to heal. You never take the time to process. You start to notice that your level of function in other areas of your life will begin to decline, and that's because you're not taking the necessary time to get right. And so what happens is now you're frustrated, so you try to double down and, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick to this routine, I'm going to stick to this schedule, and, you know, if I'm a content creator, creator, if I'm a content creator, I'm going to be posting videos weekly and, you know, make sure I'm on it. And then for some reason it's like you may start, but you keep falling short. And it's not necessarily because of your discipline or that something's wrong with you. It's just that you never took time to restore yourself. That's all it is. And you keep going back to activities or projects that require, at a bare minimum, 85% of yourself, but you've been operating at 10%. Don't you notice you when, you, when your phone is at like 10%, 5%, it behaves a lot differently, a lot slower, a lot more convoluted. It's just a mess when as opposed to when it's at like 80%. And we function the same way. It's like if you keep trying to function and live your life at like a 10% battery, it's, it's going to, first of all, it's going to build bad habits because at 10%, you know what I mean? You're not really emotionally there. You're not able to be in the moment because mentally you're fatigued, physically you're fatigued. So being happy and really experiencing joy is it's an afterthought. And so you're actually in moments all the time, but never really getting to appreciate and enjoy them. And then there becomes that level of frustration where Okay, you're going from event to event, people to people, conversation to conversation, and you feel like you're not getting anything from it. And that can make you feel like it's what's going on externally. Oh, maybe this place is whack, or maybe the people I'm talking to just don't cut it for me. When missing the complete fact that when you yourself are lacking, it will take away from everything around you. Like, if you're walking around sad, no energy, completely out of it, never took a break, and you're married with children, and like, or without children, doesn't even matter, or you're in a relationship, and you're interacting with your partner, like, that burnout, that fatigue will come out on them. You know what I mean? They're going to try and do things. They're going to try and interact with you. They're going to try and say stuff. And your patience may not be there. You may get agitated much faster. You may get annoyed much faster. 
And you're reacting to people that you love, not in a state of fullness, but in a state of depletion. And that's one thing that you don't want your mind to get used to operating in a place of depletion. Because when you feel depleted, it becomes hard to, you know, show gratitude. When you're operating in a place of depletion, it becomes hard to, you know, I mean, appreciate what's around you. It, it becomes hard to um, have patience with others when you feel like they're taking even more patience that you don't have. And then, you know, I mean, creatively it becomes a nightmare because to be for a creator to be at their best, it means they're constantly giving out. You know, I mean, you are giving out your emotions, you're giving out your, your joys, your pains. But if you're in a constant state of depletion, it's like you don't have anything to give. And then that in itself becomes frustrating because if you are someone, you know, you're a songwriter, you write poems, draw pictures, you know what I mean? In a sense, you practicing your art is a sense of replenishment for you. But when you can't even operate in that zone because you yourself are just so out of it, it starts to have it starts to hurt everything that you do. And unfortunately, the culture where we live in, you know, I mean, the way the way jobs are set up, the way our priorities in life are set up, it's mainly geared to people just working so hard all day, never really finding time for rest and being caught in the cycle again and again and again and again. And you, so you sit there living life, you know what I mean, not happy or feeling like you're just going through the motions. Even, you know what I mean, like people who achieve wealth and, you know, you finally start to achieve your goals. It doesn't matter if when you get all this money or you finally achieve that goal, like you don't take time to enjoy it, time to replenish, time to refuel. That's important. It's extremely important. It's like you can't be in school, grinding, 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 never stop, never stop, never stop, sleepless nights, sleepless nights. And then right from school, boom, you jump back into another environment doing the same exact thing. And unfortunately, the way the workforce is set up, it's like you are in this super grind, you know, beat yourself up culture all throughout your preliminary years of school. I mean, it only intensifies going from pre-K or kindergarten to college. And then you literally take that same culture, that same mindset, and then you now do it and put it in a job. And the way your normal blue-collar workforce is set up is that you would work this job for about 40, 50 years, and then now you finally get retirement. But think about that. like That's like 60 years of your life just increasing the burnout more and more and more. And now by the time you're 60, that's the time to replenish and refuel. I mean, I hear all the time people say things to me like, oh, you know, I'm waiting till, you know, retirement to when I do this. And I'm waiting till retirement till I do that. And it's like, but the meanwhile, you're just destroying yourself right now. And so I do want to just give you guys some tips to avoid burnout. 
And we'll start with um, simple ones. And I believe that if you are willing to do these things daily, that it can have an immense effect, even though it can be small little activities. And I think one of the good ones is um, when you wake up in the morning, taking time to pray, if you're someone who prays. If you're not, taking the time to meditate. And whether you give yourself 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour, that in itself right there is so key because it sets the tone for your day. You know, if you sit there and you start your day waking up in chaos, you're not giving your mind the, the, the time to align. You're not giving yourself time to just really ease into the day. It's like you're going at 100, your adrenaline is rushing. Again, more contribution to the burnout. But if you wake up and you allow yourself a few minutes of quiet, a few minutes of meditation, a few minutes of prayer, just allowing yourself to ease into the madness of the day, that already right there will set the tone for the day. And then repeating that activity in the middle of the day, where you take some time and you, all right, I'm going to shut off my phone. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to take about a good 15, 30, or if you, even if you do an hour, and say, okay, I'm going to take some time right now to just step away from everything that's going on all day and just be one with the moment, just to relax. Again, pray, meditation, or just, you know, relax. And when I say relax, I don't mean, like, be distracted, like, be on your phone, jump on social media. Like, just take time to just breathe. And sometimes that looks like a walk. Sometimes that looks like, writing in your journal sometimes it just looks like sitting in a char in a car and just being intentional you know naps are great um but i think the key is to be intentional about putting the mind at ease and sometimes it's like you know we can just go to sleep but there was no intention really with the mind you know what i mean don't get me wrong though naps are great naps are really good i used to hate naps i'm a fan of them now I still don't take a lot, but you guys get it. And then, of course, when your day ends, you know what I mean? You go through the day, the trials, the tribulations, the challenges, the happy moments, the up moments, the down moments. And at the end of the day, you give yourself that same 15, 30 minutes to decompress, to wash away all of the cares and the worries and all of the stresses of the day is to allow yourself to rest and to approach tomorrow with a new perspective. And what you want to do during this time when you're taking these breaks, you know what I mean? It could be moments of affirmation, saying things to yourself like, I'm wise, I'm strong, I'm capable. It can be things that, you know, you do taking deep breaths, taking a couple of breaths in and out, just allowing yourself to focus in the present and not focusing on what you have to do, what you need to do, what you should have done. Just just being one with the moment. And I'm not trying to be like all zenny and deep like, but these things make a difference. It gives you a moment to breathe. Like even in moments of, even in faster moments, you know what I mean? Like, or I would say, the present more intense moments when I'm playing piano and I'm playing a piece and a lot of things are happening. One thing that I've learned that has helped me so much is to just breathe. 
just breathe. And by by breathing, it has allowed me to play pieces and like slow down. Because if I didn't do that, I'm speeding up, I'm speeding up, I'm speeding up. The anxiousness is increasing, I'm speeding up. My adrenaline is going faster and in essence actually is making me go even faster and making me much more likely to have mistakes. But I've learned this habit that as I play to just... And I do that as I play. And that has been amazing for me because it allows me to get out of this adrenaline-pushed moment and just be at peace. To be in the moment. To not speed up. And so this even works, you know what I mean, when you're in the middle of something. Like a lot of times, too, when... I'm bombarded with a lot of tasks, so I'm in a high-pressure situation. It's okay, let's do this, let's do that. All right, we need this, we need that. And there's a lot of decisions that need to be made quickly. And you're trying to make as quick as decisions as you can and as correct as possible. In those moments, even if it's like 10 seconds, I just take a breath, take a step back, jump in, lock in, and I'm ready to go. And it's important sometimes to just really get your mind like that, especially like, Parents, you know, for my mothers listening, I think this is something that could definitely help you, especially when you're in those moments. Let me not just say mothers, but parents in general. When you're in those moments where you're feeling overwhelmed, and you know, so many things are happening, and the kid is doing this, the kid is doing that, now you gotta clean this and fix that. And it's like you feel like you're going crazy. And sometimes just that quick moment can just shift the entire atmosphere for yourself. Like, nothing actually changed. Nothing physically changed. Nothing changed around you. But to have that moment where you can just take a breath, recollect, realign, it puts you back in a situation where you're not constantly operating in that short-term burnout. And and this is something that I mean, I, I highly recommend everybody. And so we talked about a daily scale, you know, something where it's in the moment. And long term, it's like plan days where you just restore and replenish. Days where you think about the things that make you the happiest, the things that you enjoy to do, whether it's dancing, riding, swimming, going to the beach, walking, cleaning your house. Some people enjoy that. Um, Maybe it's doing an activity. Plan a day where you just do the things that you love. For the whole day. You don't work. You don't focus on what you need to do. You just do the things that you love for the whole day. That's it. Let that be your day of replenishment. Let that be a day where you're not working. Let that be a day where you're not doing what you don't want to do. Let it be the day where you do what you want to do. Where you're not necessarily entertaining distractions, but you're just allowing yourself to have a you day. And for some people, that's like Netflix and ice cream. For some people, that's just walking on the sand, everybody's different, and that's okay. Plan those days. Because, you know, sometimes it's practical to do a week vacation, and sometimes it's not. And there's nothing to say you can't do both. Like, once a week, you can have a day where, and I'm not going to say rest in the proverbial sense, like, you know, growing up Seven Day Adventist, allegedly Saturday was supposed to be a day of rest, but granted, it never really was, because... We were doing more on Saturday than any other day. So you want that day where like you don't 
You don't have to do anything. And everything that you've chosen to do is intentional. And it's all about rebuilding, restoring, and realigning yourself. You know what I mean? Don't don't succumb to burnout, grind culture. It's not it's not what it's called cooked up to be. Don't allow yourself to continue to keep operating from a place of burnout, from a place of depletion. Allow yourself to operate from a place of fullness. The circumstances that are going around you don't mean you have to be constantly constantly depleted. Doesn't. You can take control of that. If there's people around you that are parasites and constantly sucking your energy, make adjustments. If your job is constantly sucking the energy out of you and you hate it, make adjustments. Deal with the things externally that are contributing to your burnout, but also deal with the things internally that are contributing to your burnout. So I'll leave you with that. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you got something out of it. Listen, share this with three, four, five of your friends. Just hit share button, text message it to your friends and, and have them you know, listen to the podcast, especially if you feel like they need it. I hope you guys got something out of this. I appreciate you guys. And if you haven't already, subscribe. Write a review if you haven't already. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. Till next time, Cell Speaks.